Hey. Hey. Welcome back. Who? Honest dish with a side of hot sauce. Dude. I had to write that down this time. Your fucking hair looks amazing. And word on the street is you look like a bachelor right now from the bachelorette of uh I am America's third least eligible bachelor. Jeff's going to have a, a modern mohawk, we're going to mm. call it, here next week. No, thank you. Absolutely. I want you a ha- high-top fade with zigzags in the sides. You could rock that, too. And a sick-ass Satara of David in the back of my head. What did we talk about last week? Happy Hanukkah. You remember? We had a fantastic interview with Matt. Oh, with yeah. Oil Man Matt. Oil Man Matt. It was Daniel Day-Lewis, Matt, Matt Peavy. Texas. Matt like, Peavy. This is my son, H.W. I'm so, an old man. I'm curious so what everyone thought of that episode because Matt was a, yeah, man, he was a good dude. I was really I like hoping to meet him and he was missing a few appendages. He's like a handsome oil rig dude. Yeah, so, I mean, does he just show up on the catalogs or does he go to the I, actual I oil rigs? He goes to the oil rigs. Okay, because he seemed he like... He might be on catalogs, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've met some of those guys. They're, he has way too many teeth to be a, a real roughneck, but... Yeah, I mean, he, he's But he like, also probably practices good hygiene. That's true. And, he, I mean, he's been in it for a while, so he could have replaced the missing teeth with real teeth. I don't know. Oil teeth. It's like a blood diamond, it's oil teeth. We are on our 20th episode. We are on 20. Which means... And we we have a special announcement, too. But go ahead and finish what you're going to say. No, it just means I'm that... I'm going to try and interrupt you as many times as I can on this episode to make up for the... The 19 episodes? Na- 19 episodes before Here, this. I'm going to agree with you. Say something. <laughs> say something. No. Anyway, and then I'll just say no and agree with you and talk over you. So we're learning stuff about each other, which is kind of fun. I do want to apologize to a lot of people that have listened... Some of you have probably been super offended. Some of you, I may have disclosed things in a very flippant manner about your life that was not my place to disclose. And some of you I've never met, and you probably just hate the words that come out of my mouth because I can err on the side of being an awful human being. But here today is like And that's, you're an angry Jew. I'm super angry. But it's the first night of Hanukkah, which is exciting, which, sort of. But when you're listening to this, Hanukkah is going to be, be over. well but, over. The party has the already started for Jeff because, it, to my knowledge, that I just found out when Jeff walked in, party starts when the sun goes down. Sun goes down. So sun's down. Buns. So down. what time is it right now? Seven thirty. So what? Hanukkah hasn't started over on the West Coast. I don't know when sundown on the West Coast is. Oh, it might. It's, I think it's you know like, daylight savings time. Square root of eleven. Yeah, I think it carry the three. It gets dark over there like at four thirty or something. Yeah. Weird. But anyway, so. But they're not really partying over there. COVID. COVID, you know, we're still living in that. Um, So we had a really good episode last week. We did. And we're going to try to interview more people. Mm -hmm. Hopefully this all culminates in our favorite interview, which is the interview we're going to do episode 100 after you fight Joe Rogan. Yes. So I've been training my ass off, so I'll be ready. And you've been... uh, And I'm on day 46 of 75 hard. 75 hard discipline yep and um yeah so by then you'll be on like day 2008 yeah at least and joe's gonna have some challenges have a hard time i mean he, with his reach alone he won't have a chance but his midget reach yeah or lp as the politically he's correct like a, he's it. like a t-rex you know what little, i mean little little stubby hands can't see <laughs> all i know about it, t-rexes is from the movie jurassic park you're not supposed to run but how do we really know that well, I mean, I think the the cavemen kind of brought that up. 
you know? No, no. I think it was, they probably analyzed like the size of the shape <laughs> of the eye and like looked at something. It's like, oh, the freaking tympanic membrane. That's probably not in the eye, but I so, think that's the here. We have a special announcement. We're having a baby. You are? Oh, no. I thought this was our, I thought we were adopting. We talked about this. No, that was, old, that's old news now. Shit, I better return that kid. So, listen, we've realized that we say a lot. The F word. The F word. The F word. It's, we're going to. We're censoring. We're going to censor that. So, but you I, know, it, listen, for all you guys that have kids. We want them to say the F word occasionally, not as often as we do. Correct. Which means less. Correct. And, you know, those parents out there that got the kids in the back and. They got to turn our episode off. That's I have a feeling not really doing us good. The parents that watch our episode have you mean listen? Listen, not sorry, yes, they listen to our episode. They're the kind of parents that have three kids in the back. At least two of them are in infant seats, and they smoke with the windows up. And one's unbuckled. <laughs> and there's an unbuckled kid. Yep. yep. One's not even in a a, a child seat. Right. But I think like it's like. Ah, you guys shut up back there when your second daddy left. Like, all I got is this podcast. It's like, that's who's listening to these episodes right now. But we want to. I don't think. No, okay. We so want to upcycle our listeners. And upstream. If you, yeah, upstream. Level up. That hey. one deserves an effort. Hey. Okay. Bleep that. Actually, throw a bleep on that one. Um, throw a bleep on that one. Because, no, I'm not saying the word. Okay. So, but really. Personal though, growth. I feel like we'll have better content if we drop the F bomb. Not we're dropping f bombs, but like remove the f bomb. You missed what I did there. I, yeah, I did. Okay. I was st- smelling what you're stepping in. <laughs> That's why I took the joke so, and I killed it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're not going to use the f word as much. We feel as though you know that's just we're limiting our audience, and we want to we want to deliver to as many people as we possibly can because we are gifted individuals. And we know so many better words than the F word. Correct. We could use fornicate, which means the same thing. Fortnite. Fortnite. Go fort yourself. No, like, go fornicate yourself. Like, we could use that one. Yep. That's There's funny. a lot. So what are we talking about today? Speaking of the kids, we are going to talk about parenting. Like, you're a new parent. I am a veteranly. You're seasoned. Be- Season B minus parent have, right here. You, I think you have experienced every single like detail of parenting. Well, aside from you know kids getting into the twenties and thirties, because your kids aren't there yet. I've been a single dad, but you co-parent a single mom. I've been a co-parent. I've you, been a. You've had a lot of experiences step, with parenting. Step parent, but you should be able to bring a lot of value. Today bastard on father, non bastard father, all those like I'm just listing. I got to keep listing. I think the challenge though. Is even with the experience or some amount of seasonality. Hang on a second. What is the purpose of the episode? We're going to talk about some of the challenges that we as parents now face that maybe when we were kids, we, we're not ready for them. Or maybe we are. I think that's going to be the question. We have a lot of challenges as parents today. Are we ready for them? Ooh. Ooh. That's our title. That are no F bombs. No F bombs. I think we should do fornication it. and parenting. <laughs> there will be no fornicating. <laughs> In a past life, I was a Southern Baptist preacher. Fornicator. <laughs> Sorry, I, that just popped in. Anyways, so what's the biggest challenge you've had with a almost one year old Lumen? Sweet, innocent Lumen smells like new baby car. 
New baby car. New car, new baby. They're interchangeable. I really can't say that I've had any challenges. I mean, Katie has been a, a rock star mom, and yeah, I mean, I I, I haven't had many challenges with that. When my, you were, my challenge is leaving her, Lumen. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It does suck, and and it's only going to get worse until about twelve. Until about twelve. <laughs> Maybe like eleven and a half. Um, so like yeah, so. We were teenagers at one time, and we were. I'm sure you were. I mean, what kind of teenager were you? I mean, I was. Other than the spiky blonde tips and the Carl Kanai jeans, the and, lifted collars, and yeah, the uh, double polo shirt. Oh, double polo shirt. Yeah, did I tell you I did that? No, but you just threw that out. There. I did. <laughs> that was me though, and what? I was pasty freaking white. Okay, so did you get along with your did you battle with your parents ever what was your biggest challenge like with mom and dad where they had to come down on you so my biggest challenge I mean I don't really know man like and my dad spoiled the shit out of me okay my mom did too though like I think that's a challenge in itself did you ever go to battle with your folks so if someone got like on me a little bit more than they you know than the other it'd probably been my mom okay I don't know what it was about, but I remember sitting in our lazy boy chair. I had like a tray of food on my lap because we had trays back then. I asked my mom to get me something, and she said, no, you can get up and get it. I think I was being a Um, And my dad came down the stairs, and I asked him to get it for me. He wasn't in the room when all this happened. He got it for me. Dude, and I looked at my mom, and I went, you all, you stuck my stuck tongue out, out like, yeah. like f you, mom! Like, I got what I wanted. Be like, I'll take dude, a dude. Yeah. She freaked out. She was. She freaked out. Like I thought the cupboards were gonna come down in the kitchen. Like she flipped. She probably felt very unappreciated. But now, exactly now, I get it. Like yeah, you little. Well, I was a giant. Um, Not to surprising. my parents, and you know, I look at like the the kind of issues like we would have, and you know. Save like the teenage drug abuse because that like they really weren't privy to, but it was more about the like my mom and I are, have some similarities. We like to be in control of stuff and we like to have everything our way. And so my mom as a kid would like in the morning, it would be like, hi, do you want a bowl of cereal? Yes. Do you want a bowl of cereal? And I'd say yes. And then she'd continue. A bagel. How about an English muffin? How about some toast? How about some eggs? Would you like? I'd be like, no, I'll have the bowl of cereal. Well, what about a pancake? Would you like a waffle? I'd be like, shut up and leave me alone. Like I would get to this point. That's what you said? Oh, yeah. And she would lose it. And there was always like my mouth got me in trouble a lot, as you can imagine. And, you know, they always felt like either I was being disrespectful or I was being rude, right? So, like, the big things I would hear then are, you're being rude or you're being disrespectful. And so when I step back now, having a teenage daughter, a preteen daughter, a eight-year-old, and then three stepkids that are teens, tweens, and, like, in-betweens, that, you know, a lot of the time, I think, like, they feel like we're on their time, right? And, I mean, we're as parents in charge. We That's all our stuff. We bought it. Like, you know, they're on our time in a sense, but... At the same point, they don't really have the say, right? Their say would really be them running away. But, you know, they get angry that it's like we're invading their time to some extent and either saying, like, I need you to go do this or, like, you know, do what's going on with this. And we're we're coming at them. And, and they see that. And I know in arguments, like, I feel like people come at me. And even if they have no intention of it, it's come just— Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. 
It's that experience of feeling like, man, I'm backed into a corner. And I know I do that with my kids all the time. Like, how was school? What did you do? Did you sit with so-and-so? What did you talk about? Do you have homework? And it's just like, my mom would do that. And I'd be like, leave me the heck alone. And I know these kids are just like, oh my God, leave me alone. And I think in that it creates like giant amounts of like their little mini angers and outbursts. But I also like don't know because I question that because there's teenage girls and I'm not going to pretend I was an expert on teenage girls. Like I sucked as everything related to teenage girls when I was a teenage boy. Like all I wanted to do was like figure out how to like, you know, quote unquote, get good at teenage girls when I was a teenage boy, but never figured that out. And so it's like now having a teenage girl, it's kind of awful. It's great. It's like the once in a while she'll like lean in for like a, yeah, I'm going to give you a hug. Like, I love you too, dad. You're like, oh man, it's so worth it that you called me a retard and a sociopath (laughs) and you, oh God. Well, Emily, what was the other one she said? Like, it was the same day she said lady boner. It was something about like, yeah, I have a mini me. Yeah. This is karma for you. It is karma. This is karma. And maybe... Is this different though? Like, I mean, different than I mean, like, so the stuff like we had as a kids, like you, you know, video games, like the the media used to blame. I mean, was it like was it Nancy Reagan or Barbara Bush that went after like the the vi- the rap music, like NWA, like you know the F word, you know, kill police, like that kind of stuff. When we were kids, it was like, oh, it's ruining the youth, right? It's you know the music that we're listening to. So Elvis did too. Elvis did too. That was a high noon from our guests. What's high noon? We don't have guests this week. That's next week. What was that then? It was our high noon. It was our high noon. High high five to high noons. Those things are phenomenal, and they're in the studio right now. And I'm having a really hard time not having one because you know what? Pretend you're a teenager and you're like being attempted for drugs and alcohol, and you're just gonna say no. Or if you come to my house, no. I teach you, let's just use moderation. Because in all honesty, though, like that's a a conversation the kids and I had the other night was Amelia said something, my daughter, about like edible marijuana, right? And How old's your daughter? She's 14. 14? Yeah, she's 14. And I said- Is she doing the pot? No. No, not yet? No. I mean, I think- Not we, to your knowledge? No, I would know. <clears throat> but one of the things I noticed- is she was joking about it. I'm like, I just hope you wait till you're a little older because it will affect your brain. And there's nothing wrong with doing this in moderation. If you know, it's not about like get wasted or do this. And that's something my parents, it was more rigid, like never do drugs. Sure. Never do alcohol. I think they're, I think like pot, we'll call it, right, is a lot more accepted now. It is. Than it was before. It is. But I think it's still to teach kids like, hey, why don't you, there's no harm in waiting until you're older. There's no harm in like moderating and being a little responsible because, you know, my parents didn't teach us to be responsible with stuff like that. There isn't any harm, but th- put your mind in in a in a teenager's mind for a second. Oh yeah, they can't grasp that. Like, they can't grasp like, okay, I'll just wait till I- like their friends are right. doing it. They're all talking about it. They're, dude, like there's no way they're gonna they're gonna try that no so, matter what happens. Okay, do you remember what was the message when we were kids when it say. To, to drugs and alcohol, what do you say? say Just no. say no. Just right. Say Remember, no. you were bombarded with that. So we were kids in with the eighties, nineties. Dare. I don't. I didn't have dare, but I don't. I, I understand the concept. It was what is it? Drugs and drugs. 
alcohol, know, drugs, alcohol, rohypnol, AIDS, ecstasy. Ecstasy. No, Dara was pre-ecstasy. <laughs> um, you know what? If you're if you are a listener, I want you to message us what Dare stood for. We could probably find it. it no, nope, we're not right going to look it up. But we want you to send us your Dare story. I want to hear other people's Dare stories. But we'll go on. So it was just say no, right? And so when you were a kid, did your parents ever talk to you about drugs and alcohol? So like my no, because I was kind of the good kid. Well, they thought. See, I I give props to my brother because my brother was the guinea pig and he took them through he's hell. older so did you ever listen to the, the the talks mom and dad gave your brother hell yes okay so they gave him the talks and you might have got a little wisdom off of it or you might have been like i'm not getting caught i was listening i'm like i know how to get through this now <laughs> right so when we were kids we learned a lot about just say no and what you're saying is like when we were younger and like you're a teenage mind and you see all your friends doing it and your your options are very binary, right? It's like no or all of the above, right? And so we did not get taught. And I think in our generation that it's like, you know, as a culture, it's like, you know what? What if you said yes, but just did it responsibly? I'm not advocating that, you know, teenagers should get wasted or drink and smoke pot or but at the same time, if the options are absolutely not, and then it becomes this like issue or absolutely yes and get wasted, you know, maybe as a parent, I should be trying the, hey, kids, let's have a talk. You know, you can't say fun without moderation, you know, good old yeah, moderation I mean, dad. I think you're going to have people on one side or the other on that. I mean, I'm with you. I, I agree. But you are. Okay. So Emily, my fiance is in the studio being against me, which is fine. But I think that there definitely needs to be that. If you're going to leave it that open to their own choices, like they definitely need to see what the poor choice of. 100%. Yeah, that's why. 100%. But kids, but kids' brains are developing. True. They're not going to yep. see it. Like, well, dad said just moderation in that. That's fair. And yep. here's the other thing, too. Trip to Walmart this weekend. Keep going. This is the thing, too. Like, I'm like, my kid's not doing it. I would know if my kids were doing it. Mike, I was so good. I got good grades. I danced five days a week. I was straight and narrow. I was polite to everybody. They didn't know I was having sex at a young age. Like, right, but you can't you, smell that on people you, unless you get really close. Sometimes. When they're with their friends, <sighs> well, you can like, always smell. True. I, I couldn't smell when my son tried vaping for the first time, and he is he is all A's, like he's straight and yeah. narrow. Like, and I think we do have some. So, like, it happens. I think we get. to see the, the fallout, what happens to you. When you take that moderation talk a little too far, sure, that's that's true. But that's true. I also feel that if we are not having the moderation talk at all, and it's just a complete yes or no, binary options in life are tough for people, right? It, it it's tougher. You want to go against the grain. You do, and you create a, a like a win lose only scenario versus a. Okay, there's life is full of shades of gray. And yes, it is if we're teaching moderation or we're teaching that there's consequences, maybe we go for a stroll at the homeless shelter or maybe we hang out like, hey, this lady likes to get drunk all the time and sleep around and that's why she has 19 children at Walmart. This is your life, kids. Wake up. I so Smell I Smell the discount savings. I think I think a mix of both, right? I sure. think having an open conversation with your kid about it and like you know, kind of taking the approach of, you know, I would appreciate if you didn't do it. 
you know, right. and taking that approach, like yeah. kind of that they're going to let you down if you do. Mm-hmm. And they have that voice in the back of your head instead of you going, this is unacceptable. If this happens, you're freaking grounded or whatever. And not like, hey, you know, like it's okay in moderation because then they're going to be like, oh, free game. I think somewhere in the middle is is like, you know, appropriate, you know, and definitely hitting on the this could happen if you, you know, take it too far. I think that's important, too, and laying that out for them just so they can understand the risks and I mean, there's so on and a, so forth. But a point, though, when when we're the little kids, being the teacher is like so valuable, right? Do you remember when you're a teenager, what is your capacity to appreciate the lessons of mom and dad? Right. So where do kids do you think now get most of their info from? I feel like RoboCop. You look like RoboCop. <laughs> Murph. Ask me again. Okay. So you told me to focus and they're already here. When you so were a what's kid. Happening? So you can like when we're a certain age, we listen to mom and dad pretty religiously. Right. Right. Like they tell us we, we that's that's the facts of life. Now, when we get a little bit older, do you as a teenager, do you remember appreciating the advice mom and dad gave you? Or I did. You did? I did. But in the moment? Or were you more like, you don't know squat? Um because I could tell you the typical teenager. Yeah, I mean I, I hear you. I, I hear you. Like I, so I was really into cars as a teenager. If my okay. if my parents were like, don't speed or whatever, or like I don't know, like what you're saying. You know, I, I so did if, that make sense? It didn't, but that's okay. <laughs> um no, but like we stopped. My listening. ADD is kicking like Bruce Lee we right now. S- I think you're like, my vibe normal is ADD coming. I'm hey, I'm I'm inheriting your energy you, right now. I wrote no f words, and I've tried to say no words with the letter f in them for ten minutes. Um, no, but like so, kids stop listening to mom and dad. They start like exploring the world on their own. And so, as a parent, we can either try to command and control to some extent, or we have to end up letting go a lot more and more, kind of. Walking beside, like I call it, beside behind. Like you're walking along the path with them. You're not exactly with them. You're not super far behind. So they can, you know, stumble. They can scrape their knees. They can get hit by a branch, you know. But if there's a giant pit across and they're about to fall and, you know, they can sort of pick themselves up. But you can be there to help them as as needed a bit. But there's no right or wrong way, right? So some of like the challenges that we have that you may have is you know when we were kids it was too much video games or the kids that played what was it the world of it's still Warcraft like that. and they're absorbed it's, in it's a, like that worse they're in a absorbed in a world and now it's like whether it's TikTok or Snapchat or video games I mean do you ever see kids out and about oh yeah and they're all yeah, neck tilted it's down called, it's called Pokemon Go or or geocaching hold, hold or first whatever. of all our our rate, our DJ host, Mark you're, Mark Wilson you're, with New Leonard Media. Mark, you're, for, you're forty plus, man. You got. He let that is go. actually a Pokemon Go champion. I saw him smoke Ash. I don't know Ash's last name. I'm just drawing Pokemon references out of my butt. But it is Pokemon Go. It is these things. So they're absorbed in it, but like they're bombarded every day, right? Like, were you? What were you? Did you think you were bombarded like as a kid with all these messages and then how to like be? Or do you think it was pretty easy? Or do we have this bias because we look back at it? Like what kind of messages? So like girls, right? Like when we were young girls, it was like 17 or teen magazine and like the Cosmo and all like, you know, be skinny, be slutty, be this, be the, be all these things, right? 
And so as a guy, I don't think we really experienced that a lot. Like, I don't recall that. It was like, be like Mike, you know, be an athlete, blah, blah, blah. But I wanted to be slutty. Do you want to be slutty right now? No. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. No fornicating on this show. Um, so, but like now the kids are bombarded with like the TikTok and the Snapchat and all the advertising and it's the, the Instagram filters. And so we got a parent through that. And yep. this is even for us, there's so much uncharted landscape. Like we don't have the experiential piece to 100%. go and be like, well, on TikTok, you should behave this way, but on Instagram, you should be this way. And there's another like segueing into along that line, but like I feel like sexual predators were not a huge thing back then either. Well, we didn't we didn't have shows with Chris Hansen. It was like you know what I mean. Ah, you're a pervert. I'm in your living room. I think he was a pervert. Yeah, I mean it, they existed, but now they're now it's so much easier for them to like. Yeah, you, you, they they can have more, there's more access. Yeah, like and big so time. when we were kids, it was usually so you got to figure out how to dirty how Uncle you, Ricky in the closet, right? And now it's now it's like everybody. on social media. And how do you how do you like navigate through that? They say one out of seven people is a pervert. Oh, we're six people in this room. We're safe. <laughs> Next person that comes in's a pedophile. <laughs> Beat them down. But I I think like along the social media like topic there's two problems and i think both parents and kids experience it. it's a lack of bonding you know because there are some parents who are so engulfed in social media all the time that it affects them and they you know they're parenting they're not like focused where they should be um they're distracted distracted parenting and, and For, social media not just social media itself but like like the media like reading oh, news articles all the time oh yeah and just being non-present. Yeah. It's like being... It's like, even if you're trying to do something to better yourself, yep. at that moment, you need to put it down. Yep. You yep. can only do one thing at a time, people. Multitasking is telling two different things you don't care about either of them. Remember that. 100%. There is no multitasking. But yeah, kids, I mean, definitely are affected with that too. So there's a lack they of are. bonding on their end as well. Like they're, you know, it's But it's, there's a piece tough. of it like, that is their you, age. How do you parent that? Well, there's also a piece of it, like in this COVID time where we're at home more and we're not out socializing, you've got these high school age kids that they're only bonding with their friends digitally. And if we are removing that entirely from their life, right? So normal teenagers are not home all the time. They're doing sports, they're in school, they're with their friends, right? So when you were a teen, were you at home all every single I mean, Hell you were no. out and about with your friends. I was and going now, to parties. Well, yeah, but on like a Tuesday, you still might be at a friend's house. On a Wednesday, right, right. but now it's like kids home Monday through Sunday, and they're- Well, yeah, now it's COVID. And they're going crazy, though. Yeah. So it's like we've got this whole other thing that like most parents are not uh, exposed to teenagers this much. Right. So they're driving us nuts. We're driving they're, them nuts. Right. It's, a, it's on both but ends of the spectrum. Is it- is it different than 30 years ago, 20? Like, is it that much different? I mean, it's I th the same problem. It's the same problems, but like now I think there's a little bit, the divorce rate is higher now. I think with, yeah, given the social media maybe. aspect, there's Tinder, there's Bumble, there's Facebook. Grinder face, J-Date, Farmers so, Only, Black People dude, Meet, Angels and Demons, exactly. sexualpredators.org. I'm out. Oh farmers Back Only. Backpage. I already said Farmers oh, Only. Damn. So I think there's a lot more like uh, 
there's a lot more yeah temptation in your I face mean, so yeah but maybe the divorce rate is higher but what about the maybe i would wonder if there's a correlation with the same number of unhappy marriages so if 50 years ago the divorce rate was 25 percent, but hand in half hand. the people were unhappy they just didn't why are do they anything. unhappy are they unhappy because they're seeing this f-ing hot chick on the internet and they're like i want that now people are generally unhappy law of attraction brah because they're not at peace with what is that's why they're unhappy. That too. That too. And and I think too, with the temptations and, and shit out there, I think that parents experience, and not all, but some, experience, what are we reading? Divorce rates are actually slightly down compared with the 1970s and 890s on a per capita Bullshit. basis. But that doesn't, that necessarily could be, people. we have more people, yeah. Yeah. and but like you could have, it still means the percentage is a little down, but you know what? I'm bringing that percentage up. I think I have. I think too. Here, here's my last. I have. Point. You Here, have. Here's my last point. I think now too, with like the social media and all the other temptations around, parents and not all, but some get FOMO a lot more. I think 30 oh, yeah. years ago, there you weren't out there, ns, 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 you know, in the club. Like there wasn't even that. I there was, wasn't even that. Mm, like, mm, you, if you were a parent, you were at home cooking chicken noodle soup right. for your kids. And your you family. you didn't know like you there were wasn't like, this hey, whole, uh, I got to get with my homies and, and drink beers. At, exactly. I, I got to try the new IPA at this microbrewery. You are not having guys nights or going to Vegas with your cousin. No, you don't do that. Married people don't do that. <laughs> so, but like, w- we gotta like remember. That even though our generation is thinking like this other one's way different and they thought, you know, our parents thought we were different. I mean, this like I, I heard a Mark Twain quote today that was something about like the best thing to do with like a teenager is when they're 11 years old, put them in a, in a barrel and just seal the barrel shut and then open it up again when they're 17. So like even, you know, 130 years ago, people were saying these kids are are insane or tough to deal with. But, you know, as parents, we really have two options. We can either try to you know, really control as much as we can or just accept that there's going to be a bumpy ride and do our best, which is, I guess, an always axiom, a maxim. And then hopefully we can teach our kids to not do any harm. And like, yeah, I mean, I would, I would love to hear, cause I know there's parents out there who listen to our show. I would love to hear how you navigate through like the challenges now. Yeah. And I'd love to hear what, what you think is completely different and what you think is similar. And what is the, like, too, like, what is the appropriate age to give a, a and I would say, like... A doobie to a kid? Females oh. are different, is going to be a different answer than 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 the boys. But I think what, it's to each kid specific. What age do you give the girls access to social media and, like, TikToks and, like, stuff like that? Like, yeah. Dude, because, like... But is it... Those predators, they're out there. Yeah, I think that... People like are you know they're out there, but I think the studies definitely show kids are more likely to be abused by someone they know, and that's just that's a fact from facts.com. And I could have been wrong. I think I I mean I think there's predators out for boys too. Like it's it's hand in hand, man. Yeah. It's not more girls. I mean it's I mean so really it's got to be across I, the board. Like what what age do you give that access to? Doesn't I don't know. There's no right answer. I'd also like to hear from grandparents. I want to hear from a grandparent's perspective. I don't think we're attracting any grandparents on this show. I attract grandmas all the time. What are you talking about? Well, not with your mohawk, but the show. Oh, I'm gonna need a grandma grandma approved haircut next time. I love. I have a grandma approved haircut right now. Your hair is phenomenal, dude. I I cannot stop looking at it. It's the promised hair of the promised people. Was it done today? 
fresh it cut. was. Man, fresh cut for Hanukkah. But I want to hear some grandparents who I've seen their kids have some trials and tribulations, and then I want to know like what they've witnessed for their own grandkids and kind of see like that elder perspective. So if you're above 65 and not dead of coronavirus, first of all, give us a holla so we know you're alive. God. Second of all... Way to, way to just stick a knife in it, bro. I, no, dude, just stick a vaccination needle in it. It's fine. Um, Grandma died from COVID. <laughs> other fact, maybe edit point. Day. No, no, keep that out there. We you, want to hear from you. Some already older apologized people. at the beginning I'm of not this episode, saying like, "Hey, you, such and such person, specifically sixty-four and a half. I hope you get COVID next year and die because the numbers aren't in your favor." I'd not say that. Okay, All I right. said that was jovial. There's yeah. Go ahead. What you were just saying, yeah. like, like what age, especially females, because females are going to maybe different from males a little bit. But I think that social media being in uh, young females' faces as their brains are developing, like, I think they're going to face a hell of a time with sex and sexuality. And how do parents guide their children, sons included, to treat these these women that they're going these young girls young women that they're going to be dating how do i as a mother of a 16 year old treat my son to respect these young ladies when these young ladies are being having sex right. and sexual but the boys right. females you don't get to do and, that you're not a host <laughs> go on like how do we teach women to be young women to be women and men to treat women like women right Got to keep the boys off the porn. Constantly in their face. Oh yeah, yeah. And like the skinnier and the twerking yep. and the gyrations. Oh yeah. And like, so how do we do that? Like, I, we need way in. I think that. honestly, I think people I are going to start losing their virgin their virginity a lot sooner. It's happening. It in a way, yes. But if you think like, about the history of virginity it's happening now, uh, yeah. if you think about the history of virginity. If you were a 12, 13-year-old woman who, girl that just blossomed into being a woman, you were possibly married off and pregnant by 13. And that if you look at the history of mankind, we are probably further later in life where kids are losing their virginity. And no. I mean, oh, for sure. No. You don't think in the... I don't think so. I would like... I think in foreign countries that you were... No. I don't think in... Planetary? 19... Oh, I'm not okay. 1900s, sure. I I said the history of mankind. In the history of mankind, women were married off at a very young age. In the last 20th century, and then yes, we have allowed things to kind of extend out. You know, our life cycle is still like we're adults and we're of a can procreate at a certain age. But how do we reduce the sexuality, or more of not to reduce the sexuality, but reduce the cheapness of it, right? Because, you know, there's not a lot of kids having fulfilled love in their life versus, like, you know, pleasures of the flesh. There's no experts in that. All the child psychologists, they think one thing, and, I mean, society as a whole is shifting. So keep the kids off the porn, live in a cave, move to the forest, make your own clothes, throw away your electronics and drink the kool-aid don't drink the kool-aid and don't shower you can shower that will keep have your own water pumps we're screwed you're in it you're in just as tough as a spot as we are i, I know mean, i don't even I know what the tiktok of little lumens age is going to be it's probably going to be like stuff that they're interacting with in their brain they're going to just close it's going to be like total recall damn you called Hagen. all right that's it 
this uh it, it took a little bit We're screwed this episode went right and left yeah but i mean we we covered the basics i don't want to be a parent anymore what do you guys think i'm out let us know i'm done you can take over <laughs> you can take the children even the ones that aren't mine you can have them you guys have any you want to drop you how's how's your kids you want to drop them off Honest in a hot sauce house of wayward children. So hey, before we go, tune in next week because next week it's gonna get saucy. Super sauce side of hot saucy. Super saucy. We we've got guests next week that are gonna dive deep in a love story you're not gonna want to miss. We got so. a family member of yours. We do. That's exciting. Who should have been on here first, but I mean The very first episode? Yeah, man. They these two should have been on like a friggin' month or month two ago. ago. Yeah, well, we'll get into that. Scarcity too. mindset and some jitterbugs. We're going to get into that we're, later. We're going to get into it later. But hold on. Make sure you tune in. Subscribe and save. Don't miss out. Subscribe and Be save. Be a Prime member. When we got to thank our sponsors, New Leonard Media. We said that when we, we didn't talked. Say it. I did say Mark Wilson. What did I say about You didn't him? say it. I did say Mark Wilson, New Leonard Media. He's shaking his head. Buy now. our merch. Find me on Pintergramist. Level up. Check out our no. content. Mm. And tell your Tell, Tell your, your friends. friends. And, and let you, us know about your parenting thoughts and yes. how you deal with that. We want to know. And we want to know if you've had the drugs and moderation talk with your kids. I'm going to write a jingle in a couple episodes about like being, it's moderation dead tequila. Also, if there's something specific you guys want us to talk about, let us know as well. We'd love to accommodate you. We have master's degrees or if you in take, many topics. Or if you want to be a guest, shoot us a DM. Many questions. Buy the merch. So tune in next week. You're not going to want to miss it. See you, friends. See ya.